Terroir. I'm Simon Jacob, your host for this episode from Jerusalem. A small group of us arranged a visit to the Atir Winery located in Tel Arad in the Negev Desert Wine Region of Israel. Yatir was founded in 2000 and established its vineyards at the historically original location of vineyards from some 2,500 years ago. This is going to be a bit different from my regular podcasts, as this was recorded live as we explored the very special terroir that Yatir Winery and its vineyards are located within. Come along as Eti Edri drives us from the winery down in the desert up to the Atir Forest, the location of their famed vineyards. All along the way, she describes the interaction of the two dramatically different terroirs of the desert and largest manually planted mountain forest in the world. After returning to the winery, Yaakov Bendor takes us through the winery, pointing out their special innovations and interesting issues that they have encountered since their founding in 2000. Both Eti and Yaakov are passionate about the winery, its location, and the historical relevance and implications of rebuilding a Jewish wine industry where it existed 2,500 years ago. Our group's exuberance was in great part attributable to its extraordinarily inquisitive members, who were Paul Denby from London, England, Adam Miller from New York City, Yaakov Shakatovitz from Los Angeles, California, my son and daughter-in-law Ovadia and Leila Jacob from Birkenfield, New Jersey, and my wife, Barry, and myself from Jerusalem. Because of its length, I am publishing our actually crazy truly crazy wine tasting as a separate part two podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a wonderful glass of kosher wine. Hello. I'm on there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and everybody, everybody hears, hears us now? Are you comfortable? It's a, very, now, the first thing you have to learn about having a microphone on you, do not swear. Never. <laughs> Me, I never swear. Call okay. me. Do not swear. Unless you. <laughs> okay, are we good? One second, one second. That's hilarious. Are you guys comfortable in the back? It's tight. Yes. Uh, this is, Take um, a look over here. It's a huge solar uh, yeah, farm. Solar yes, yeah. that uh, actually, you know, when, when you need to reinforce your agriculture, you got to bring some more financial, you know, strength. So you do it through a renewable uh, energy. So that's what we are doing. And all these talks on the way to Africa, by the way. Uh, even though they, to I, they told me Africa, but I think it was supposed to be the other way. They should be migrating up north, I think. Yeah. No? So anyway, there's a lot of them. So I guess we're going to have lots of babies. Uh, baby Jerome on the left, as you can see. We came, we came uh, to the market. Yatir yeah, came to the market with a new, uh, a, yeah. a new brand called Darom. Yeah. It's made by Yatir, but it's not from the forest. It comes from the south. So we're kind of taking ownership on the south too, not just Yatir Judean Hills area. So that was a bottle of wine in our hotel room. Was Darom? I know. Yes, yes it's a, a, a easy to drink very wine. Nice, very, it's very light, nice, you know. Drink. So if you might as well drink light and accessible we wine. Were watching the sunset, sipping on the Durham. I'll wait for them because there's two cars in the back. So this is Arad Valley. Wow, there's a lot of them. Look on the front yeah, over there. Built. Yeah. So this is Arad Valley. It's 500 meters above sea level. It's uh, arid soil, as you can see, yellow. If, it's incredible. Um, and it is, um, it doesn't get much water. Of course, we are in the desert climate, so you get maximum, wow, on good years, woo, 100 millimeter rain a year. So, and all, all of it comes in one day. So you get one or two days of like heavy, heavy rain, maybe three days, and it's gone. It's, it's being flooded all the way down to the Dead Sea. So the soil is actually not receiving much because of the strength of the water touching the 
the soil. Uh, it doesn't open it up, yeah. So there's no activity uh, underneath. So you have to really rely on what you can assist the vines with your own uh, abilities, like pesticides, medicinim, dishun, fertilizing. Yeah, you got to do everything on your own. It's, you can't rely too much on the soil. Plus, the sun is very, very strong. So you get a lot from the sun. On the right side, you see, on the left side, you see Tel Arad Citadel. I will talk about it in a minute. On the right side, you uh, see the uh, Gadash, the, the three villages, Carmel, Maon, Bet Yatir, who live in the mountain. They came here in the 80s, and the first thing they've done is planted a vineyard, a Cabernet vineyard, a Sauvignon Blanc vineyard, and a Shiraz vineyard. Uh, they That's also. What you saw, there's also an additional, which is uh, olives that they planted, a uh, mishmish, okay. one of the yummy mishmishes in the world that grow here. Uh, also, uh, mishmish is, uh, no, is the mishmish is uh, apricot. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. And... Um, what else they grow there? Of course, there's like a falcha, which is a, it could be from, it depends on what you want to grow and what brings more money. It's a, it's the uh, garlic, it's the onions that they grow, potatoes if needed, wheat. Uh, that is changeable. But the, the permanent ones are almonds, apricots, um, and vines, of course, and Almost olives. Apricots require so much water. Yes, but uh, okay. um, well, we have um, a rad uh, recyclable water, so they use that if they can. If not, a regular tap water. And it's a very, it's a very quick uh, growth. You know, it grows. It grows from, uh, I would say, within two weeks. You have uh, that's my son. כן, איתמר, אני באמצע נסיעה עם אורחים. לא, אני מגיעה בערב. אוקיי? טוב, ביי מתוק. אוקיי, so we are climbing up. If we were 500 meters above sea level, we met also the citadel of Tel Arad. The citadel of Tel Arad is mentioned also during Joshua's era. When uh, the Israelites wanted to enter Israel, they were not ready yet to conquer the country. And the first uh, encounter was with the, um, with the king of Arad. So king of Arad pushes them back and they go down to the uh, Jordan Valley again and come back from, uh, from uh, Jericho the next time they conquer and they conquer, you know, the, the whole uh, country through there. So... It's a, it's a crucial historical uh, um, site, but not, it doesn't get the attention it should from the country because it used to be they found in Tel Arad also an altar. We know that it, on top of uh, Tel Arad being a, like a, a center, a trade center of all kinds of merchandise, wine, and uh, all sorts of uh, other merchants. Um, the place was also um, a sacred place. It was, uh, I guess, I believe that it was for people who could not travel all the way up to Bet HaMikdash in Yerushalayim. They could put their mincha over here. This is why I'm so happy. I don't understand how anything grows here. See, it was a lot of uh, chutzpah. Everything grows here. You, all you have to have is Jewish people living here. This is this is a Nachal Krayot. It's a it's a training base for Nachlawim for people who go for Nachal. And like uh, there is one Machanesh Monim up north. This is the southern one. So they train here. All the rookies train here. This is Amasa. When we talk about Amasa, people ask me, why are you calling your name of wines difficult names, like Amasa? And I'm like, it's, it's, that's our ancestry. This is where our ancestors used to live and produce wine. 
Uh, and of course, Amasa used to be one of King David's uh, heroes, uh, Giborav, uh, Ministry of uh, Armory. That was his name. And this is Mount Amasa. That's a mountain after his name. He was called Amasa Ben Yeter. Ben Yeter. What does that mean? Yeah. He came from Yeter. Exactly. So, uh, just calling our names, uh, you know, our red blend is not enough. I think there's so much story to tell behind the wines that you must convey it through the label. And that's what we have done in 2011. We stopped calling it just a Yatir Red Blend. We start naming it uh, with, with the local areas like we have done with the first wine, which is the flagship of the winery called Yatir Forest. So this is a Massa a natural reserve. It's for animals, mainly nocturnal, you say, from yes, night. Yeah. And nocturnal animals that come like a, like a coyotes, foxes, sometimes even a, a, a wolves that come. They used sign, to be. Absolutely, camels are. <laughs> there. Yeah, it's very, very dangerous, dangerous when you drive to hit a camel. This is like. And this is a Nachal Krayot. And Krayot, the city, the city of Krayot. Yudaish Krayot, if you know Judea, man of Koriah, he lived here. So it's all around biblical stories. It is what it is, but we are very happy to be there to revive that story back to life because uh, wine was not being produced here, as you probably know, for more than uh, 1,200 years after the Muslim conquer. There was a lot of wine before that, up all the way up to the 7th century, there was major wine production here. And we know that because there's like excavations of uh, uh, wine presses areas. Nearly 200 of them were found at the forest. So I'm very happy, by the way. I feel like I'm a part of Mifal uh, Chaim, of, of, of something that you are a part of reviving back to life, which is an extraordinary thing. It doesn't happen to everyone to, you know. Huh? And when it comes down to Yatir, I mean, you, you combine the, the quality alongside the quality of the terroir of the area where the grapes grow, which is a very unique one, and I'll show you in a minute. The winery is amazing. I, I was lucky enough to, to fall into the wine world directly to Yatir. I remember I was selling their first Cabernet, which was Yatir Forest, and I had that back then. People would tell me, huh? Why are you selling it so expensive, the forest? And I say, I don't think it's expensive. I think you should actually, that was in 2003, wow. four. I said to him, buy two, age one, and make sure you keep one aside. That was the 2003 that I was yeah. selling back then. It was 140 shekel. That was like, I, if I would have known, I'd probably buy a bit more and okay. stash it. Back in Somewhere. 2003, there were eight shekels per pound, so it's quite true. <laughs> right, yeah, right? <laughs> Back in the good old days, like four exactly. So if we're talking about a, a terroir, you see it all of a sudden changed from being arid to something livelier, because there is much more minerality, there is clay, there is chalk in the soil. It is much, much better than what we saw down there, which is just yellow. And and in yellow surrounding, you have to work much harder. here at least the vines work hard, which is looking deeper for the water. So take a look on the left. Welcome to Yatir Forest. This is the large hand-planted forest in the world. Uh, four and a half million trees planted by hand. Uh, scattered all around uh, 30,000, 35,000 dunams, 40,000 dunams already, which is 10,000 uh, acres. I'm going to try and take you to a point where we can see the differences between um, the landscape uh, from the forest, the, the mountain to the, to the uh, desert, as we call the mountain desert view. So we don't see very clear picture, but Yatir is basically where you see the greenery there. There is the Judean desert on the left side. There's the Negev and then there's the Judean hills. So you get a breeze at night, you get very cold uh, winter. Here we can get snow if it snows in Jerusalem. We also get very hot summers 
when it's really, really hot and you stand in the sun, it's almost unbearable. But it's better than Tel Aviv because you never sweat. Okay, even in Yerushalayim today, I think you sweat, right? Yeah, the, the humidity today, yeah. is quite high. Uh, and um, when you move to the shade from the sun, there's a difference. I mean, even in such small particles, you feel the differences of the microclimate. So uh, that eventually has a major effect. I think not just only on us, but for the people who used to live here in the past, understanding that this is a place where you should be actually growing grapes and producing wine because back then definitely in the desert area you would not find water as easily as you would find probably wine so you might as well drink more wine and water only on special occasions okay and so today is one of those occasions exactly we are now <laughs> at it okay uh, I, I don't know if you heard me but Yatir forest is the largest hand planted forest in Israel and in the world we assume because it's a uh, Four and a half million trees planted by hand. So if you ever donated anything to JNF, you know that's where it's going. And it's a, it's a wonderful organization because it keeps on doing that over and over again. Every Tu Bishvat or throughout the year, people keep on coming and planting trees. And something amazing happened by planting those trees. It's simply doing one major thing that assists us, the agriculturists, is to stop the desert from expanding. So when you stop the desert from expanding, there's much more livelihood going on yeah. because desert has ability to yeah. sometimes uh, not kill, but I think they make it difficult on you. Yeah, because desert has its own, uh, its own uh, positive uh, advantages. Yeah. Uh, identity, yes. Still thinking of changing the tree. The, the, I know this forest fire because of the pine trees, right? Yes, you can. You so can just switching out other varieties. They're adding, not switching. It's very hard to switch. But the most important thing is when it's a hand-planted forest, you can plant it uh, separate from one another so there'll be a space that's protecting you. One of the first vineyards we planted at Yatir Forest, and uh, I'll explain why we started planting here, is that vineyard. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon, because it's a narrow road I can't stop here. But it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's uh, from 1996. Of course, it's one of the best producing vines a vineyard. And not every year, it could change. It depends on the climate. See, these little trees, by the way, they are uh, self-induced. They, they grow by themselves. It's by the seeds that fly around. So, uh, JNF, whenever it uh, plants a forest, it plants it first and makes sure it leaves empty plots in the middle of the forest so people can come and live and you know create agriculture basically because they want to revive the history back to life and we know for sure that as i said before wine was being produced here in massive quantities and also being traded at the tel arad so we realized that for us having vineyards at tel arad which is one of the best cab the first cab arad valley i don't know jacob if you are familiar with it Arad Valley Cabernet 2000 from Carmel. That was the first uh, wine that they've uh, tried. And it was amazing. One of the best Israeli wines as well. But it's still, you know, in, in order for us to become something unique and uh, more uh, versatile with, with the, with the um, uh, uh, varieties, additional varieties, we needed a bigger space. So we realized that there is a potential here at the Atir Forest. There's much more and many more areas to plant. That's the, uh, you have Grenache, Syrah, Morved, Tempranillo, and Carignan, we just planted recently, uh, Sanso, which we harvested. This is the second time we harvested. Um, it's funny, yesterday we sat together and they were talking, you know, we tasted the Sanso, it tastes amazing. What kind of a wine grape? I said, it's not just a wine grape, it's also, uh, you know, a table grape. You can actually go to the tree and pick it up and eat it. But I was uh, with the Iran TV yesterday and we tasted the, uh, even the cab. I mean, everything you taste has like the right ripeness. And it's now during the harvest time, you know, that definitely something great is going to come out of it. So we also have nectarines. We also have cherries that grow here. 
People don't believe that in the mountain desert you grow cherries. And yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's man geula. Right. Exactly. So the, when the leaves shed, uh, that's when they get the massive cold hours. And you need to have certain cold hours. Like in the vine, a minimum of 100 and, uh, you know, 50, 120 hours of really, really cold between 0 to 5 degrees uh, Celsius. This is where I live, and lucky me, my surrounding in this is this. And even in August, when it's hot, you still get that breeze that kind of chills it down. So the same thing happens to the vines. Eventually, by 3 o'clock, even though it was such a hot day, you get that breeze that comes in and cools everything down. And by 6, 7, it's already nice and easy to sit down outside, but also... I would say eight, nine, you need to cover your shoulders with something because it's, it's cold, yeah. it becomes chilly. So we are doing the harvest time today and uh, it's also a great uh, pleasure for me uh, to host you here. It's a special uh, event for me as well. I am usually like, yes, send wine. I'm, I need to send a container here, a container there. I do the export for all of Carmel. But when these days come, I put everything aside just to make sure I won't forget where I, I'm originated from. What grapes yeah. do you have like right there? Do you know what the... Which one you have? Right over the, the side. Right over on the side with the rose. Um, I, I, uh, you show me with your, what you mean exactly? Yeah, yeah. Because so they're like, it could be 10 rows of Carignan and it could be 10 rows of Shiraz. It really depends on which one you are actually pinpointing. Oh, okay, so I'm, I was just the mixed ones, vineyard. the ones on the side. It's a, yeah, mix is uh, probably the right answer. But yeah, it's okay, a, so it's mixed. yeah, it's mixed. Okay, that's, that's but we grow uh, like for here. It's only cab. Okay, the cab was, uh, you know, we try to give it more because there's a demand. Right. But then we know that we want to start to, uh, producing wines that are more uh, suitable for this climate so you want to use the lighter okay you know thin skin uh, the grenache uh, the carnian yeah exactly so i have no idea i think maybe judean hills probably what do you get Argaman. Argaman. <laughs> that's true i didn't know anybody was growing suzelle And you're going to make it as, just as a blending, or you're going to make a Suzelle by that, itself? I don't know yet. It's uh, the I second would, year of harvest. I would love to taste the Suzelle I by think, itself. I've never tasted it. I don't think it's going, he's going to make it. Uh, he's going to use it for his blend. He's mainly doing blends. Yeah, I think, I think this one, you see it's a mix, but there is a valley in between them. Yes. I think, I think this one is also a cab. Or a cab or Shiraz, I have to ask. This is a wine press area. It used to be, of course, deeper, covered. It's not as big as you would think. I mean, there's a massive industry, but there are 200 of them. And every uh, corner you would walk, like hike, you would find some sort of uh, ancient uh, wine press. So they would bring the baskets. They would sing Eida, Eida. It's also a time of Tu Be'av. You would find your Shiduch. And they would uh, press, of course, wash their feet very well, and then stand. Imagine four or five women, uh, Ravakot, looking for Shiduch, uh, stepping on the... This is a very nice... Uh, in a white dress. And, uh, <laughs> no, not, white? I, yeah, it was yeah. white, really? It had to be white? I didn't know that. Wow. And well, before they did it, it was white. After they did it, it was, uh, it was like probably <laughs> like colored one. But you know, I, I will pause for a second and say Birkat Yaakov Leyuda is right here uh, in this area, for, all the way up to Yerushalayim. But it says Osri Lagefeniro means uh, you know you would tie your your animal to your donkey to to the vine. It doesn't matter what it would do; it would not pre push itself out. But it says. Uh, at the end of the blessing, it says, uh, but it also says, it's talking about wash your clothes with, with the wine. So you say, okay, probably we would talk about no maceration out, just, you know, being in touch only with the juice itself. So that answers probably your question if it was white and what, what happened to the dress. 
So, uh, of course, crushing it with feet, uh, making sure like the press does today is pressing it gently, making sure you extract everything you need, but move aside everything that you do not, that is unnecessary. And there is also a whale uh, down there. There's, again, you want to work, but you need water. So the, every place you would see humans, there's also a whale in order to preserve the water so you can uh, drink them. And... Uh, they were so smart at that time. They didn't barely had any uh, any um, uh, tools to work with, right? So they had to think about everything. That even the water uh, that comes from the sky, you know, from rain, they would excavate like little channels. channels, yeah, in order for getting the max to maximize the activity of the water into the well. Just amazing difference in temperature from our region. We just were to here with the trees. That's true. See, that's it's what I'm like talking about, that terroir. It's just so microclimate yeah? yeah. Oh, for sure. 15, how much is 15? Shalosh, chamesh, malo. It's usually two to three degrees. Two to three, yeah. exactly. It's two somewhere three. in there. <laughs> yeah. You can see from the right how enormous that forest is. And we are just at the, the northern eastern tip of it. We're still planting more trees? Yes, all the time. You see, because it's uh, not a natural uh, growth, it's hand planted, so the trees you plant are far yeah, yeah. from one another. Now you would think those three villages, they come here as a chutzpah ayala, and they open the Bible, they say, let's, let's, let's do what our ancestors did. What did they do? Birkat Yaakov Okay, let's plant a vineyard. First thing, they plant a vineyard. We then stopped briefly uh, to taste some of Yatir's new Darom brand wine. And we sat under some trees and we talked a little bit and enjoyed. Time to Shalom. Thank you. Amen, amen. Well, thank you, Simon, for organizing today. I didn't do anything. You organized it. <laughs> no. So Darom is just a, it's a, a way of expressing to the younger people, younger crowd, there's hope. Not every bottle of wine is going to cost you over 150 shekels. Uh, you're going to enjoy a light, easy, accessible wine for 80 shekels on the shelf. And we want to bring you into that world. So join us. That's poetic because... The same thing is happening in the country from a demographic standpoint, right? People looking for housing. Moshkrim Darom, Limso Batim, As I hope that, you know, I, I, at least for me, I feel we, my family and, and Yatir Winery is, is uh, we have done something that's giving some hope to this area because it's uh, almost virgin. In ter- it was virgin when we started the wine world. Now you have Drimia, you have uh, La Forêt Blanc, uh, you have uh, Nana, you have, uh, there's also other wineries down south and now they're growing. Mirage Foundation mm-hmm. is uh, taking all of the southern uh, wineries and putting them together as a terroir, as an appellation, yeah. Mm-hmm. All of your grapes are from here. Yeah, uh, whatever grows for Yatir wines will come from here, only from here. What comes from Darom, we kind of, you know, laid back. We say, okay, until uh, we take out the cherries, the, the nectarines, all that, and plant, replant with vines. We might use uh, some of uh, our help, friends' help, which is Nana, Mitzper Ramon, uh, Zinfandel is here, yeah. Yeah, Zinfandel, Carignan, I said, it's recent year. Tempranillo, by the way, was planted in 2008. We thought we we're going to make our rosé from it, a Grenache as well. We didn't think yet about, uh, about Carignan or Sanso. And... It just didn't give us the, it didn't give Iran the, the quality he was seeking for his rosés. And, you know, 
now we have the room which you can you know play with it more he said it's like my new playground mm-hmm. I can play with that as uh, with Yatir I have to be very specific and you know no exactly the, 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 the high yeah and also I think that what he has done with the room is that taking difficult uh, grapes and making something good with it mm. and difficult to grow I mean yeah. I think with Iran I can say that I, I keep on telling him are you crazy to stop cab My American fellows, they love your cab. Don't, it's like the cab here then, you don't stop that. And he says, yes, I do, and I have to, because I'm going to be using it for Yatir Forest. Yeah. I'm going to be using it for more Amasa. And I want to focus on the terroir, on the place where the grapes grow. And, and they're, you know, they're, I think I should be accommodating ourselves to the area and not the opposite not accommodating the area to others or to us this is the the, the winery team planted that one we planted the Carignan the straight, first Carignan yeah the new one the new rose yes that's Shiraz and Cabernet it sounds like I'm saying only Cabernet and Shiraz but no there are many more no no no, no. yeah this but. is a pistachio trees we call it Botna This one. See? What? The pink one? So... Yes. That's uh, Pistachio. Those are Pistachios. Yeah. Do they have us on the phone? No. Okay. No, it's, it's okay. It's, no, the, it's no, the end of the tour anyway. No. At the forest. Now we're going to pass through small plots. There is also in the northern part of the forest, in the southern part of it. We just recently planted more Grenache, Carignan. Uh, just to have more of these um, Mediterranean climate, I guess, varieties. Again, when we planted the first ones, all we knew was Cab, Merlot, Shiraz, you know, um, Viognier, Petit Verdot that we planted. And you extended that. There's an electric fence. It's not for human, it's for animals. Because animals tend to chew on the water they seek for water and they go for you know they can oh dear and it's just changing the whole water system there's Carignan I think we will have eventually a blend of Carignan we have a blend Syrah we have a blend cab uh, drying out all the uh, area we're gonna make make it ready soon for a uh, vines gonna, we're gonna have more vines here um, probably around probably Cabernet I think is gonna be planted because there's a request for that but we try to you know Chanel Blanc is right here yeah right So Tel Arad, when they excavated it, they, it was all covered in sand. And they did it just to make sure that it's going to be preserved and no Arab, Muslim, whatever it is, Christian, would come and, you know, this, it was a sacred place. It was a Mikdash. So when they excavated it, they found also a fortress. I mean, you see that people live there. They could live there for years. decades or years with, without needing to go out, like uh, whales, huge uh, water whales, machsanim, um, how do you say, warehouse, storage rooms, yeah, and um, why am I telling you this, because when we built Yatir, we, we had to uh, connect the story of Yatir. To the label, to the Bible, to the story, to everything that had to do with what you saw. Yeah. So they found broken clay written in ancient Hebrew. That ancient clay, the handwriting, the calligraphy is what we copied to your tear look alike, you know the graphics. Plus we added the Lion of Judea, which yeah. represents the Judean really, tribe. Really It's very distinctive. Yes. I think when you make wine, you've got to have first the great place to grow the grapes, then to have the wine. But I, you I, also need a good, you know, emphasis on the label. You have to make absolutely. the label 
mean, uh, readable and understandable. If you go to a wine store and you see hundreds of bottles of wines, right. you, the, the label does stand out. Yes. So now we are planting our own Darum uh, vines so we can control the growth and the grapes and all that. So it's going to get, even though it's 80 shekels, it's still going to be elevated in, in quality to make sure we are, you know, I think as a winemaker, you probably know, you, you have to control everything, the whole stages, mm. from the vine all the way through the bottle aging. So this was just, you know, to understand where the vines are coming from, the uniqueness of the terroir, the microclimate, the history. And now we're gonna head down to see the winery a glimpse through the uh, barrel room because we are at harvest time. I'm not sure we can even go there, but definitely sit down to do some uh, yatir tastings. Okay, so two seconds. Uh, Yaakov is going to join us. This is Yaakov, a uh, general manager of yatir and founder. Uh, he's the founder of your team. So for me, it's really, I'm happy that people came from all, all over the world because when we came here 42 years ago, it was nothing. And you see the, here, the brown hill, it's almond. Yeah. Yeah. When we pick it, the, our, we not need to roast it because it's so... <laughs> <laughs> but as you see, that dust is the easy thing. We suffer from a storm of dust also in the winter. So, but yeah, okay. You see with Eti, uh, I think uh, the area in the mountain, especially. Yeah. Yeah. And now, in this area, we are now 500 meters above the sea level. So 500 meters above the sea level is like uh, a little bit like Tavor Mountain. So it's uh, like the mid of uh, Golan Heights. But up is up. This is Ariel, our uh, agronomist. Real pleasure. One of the most important people. The, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because I'm in the shadows. Or in the cellar, in the barrel room is the. <laughs> The, the harv harvest? What? Yeah, we are. Yeah, and we now have delay because it was too hot, and the uh, wipe yep. go down and slow, very, too slowly. Okay. Because it's the, sometimes it's the opposite when it's hot. Yeah. The, no, no. Sometimes it stop the, the for the vine so suffer so she, she oh, stopped shocked and stopped to make sugar oh. okay, wow. yeah and if it's uh, it's sometimes opposite if, if this uh, the year is too hot the it's sometimes could be very strange we have for the Rome the uh, uh, our uh, new brand uh, we have the Zinfandel that came from here. Yeah, we tasted that. We tasted and for me, side. yeah, and, the, and, and it's for me, it's amazing because the, we have here Zinfandel and 20 years we not succeed with this variety. Only very, very cheap, very cheap wine, okay? And we try and try again after Sometimes, you know, he, he, the Zinfandel finished to be teenager. So then you can begin to speak with him. Be careful, okay? But usually in the harvest, we are not... 
you can smell that you are in the harvest. You, you can't. Uh, and the birds what? The birds. The birds. Ah, you see the yeah. stone. You you know the joke. Why why in the Mediterranean we have a lot of baby and in Europe have a problem? Be, because the stork stop here in the Mediterranean and put here all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> we try to walk very professional and keep the little details in the winery. For us, the cleaning, how you walk about the small things is very, very, very important. We make more than 80 single vineyards. In the end of the process, we have no single vineyard. Uh, it's not something to say I don't want single vineyard. It's meaning that first I want to say that all the decision is a run, the winemaker. For me, it's very important to say, okay, I know what I know, and more important, I, don't, I know what I don't know. It's, uh, and I'm not the winemaker. And he lead the way the wine making going. And we all the time in movement. We not feel that Yatir succeed, so we are okay. No, we now planting more varieties and planting more small blocks of wine to work in a small quantity. And each vineyard have a unique uh, uh, issue personality yeah and we want to keep going with this way no we never no we, we plant more and more there are 80 different vineyards. No, I understand that, but you're only selling blend. You don't do the cab anymore, the Shiraz, or the Petit Verdot. We have Petit Verdot, but the Petit Verdot will never be, I not say never, never say never. But I mean, it's not a target to, to do 100% Petit Verdot from one uh, vineyard. Uh, the, okay. the Petit Verdot could be from three different... Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... The meaning, the target is the best wine that the wine make Iran right. think this is the best wine. This is the state of mind. Not single variety, not single vineyard, the best wine. And for us, all the branding of the method is the best wine from this area. We not try to be like other variety or North Israel. It's not the same. Don't try to be the same. I think it's very nice that we have totally different wine. If you taste Syrah from Yatir and Syrah from Golan 8, wow, totally different. I don't say it's better, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you are in the, you enjoy that it's different and that's it. Different style. Hmm? Different style. Not only style, and you can feel, and, and in the way you walk, in, uh, we have the oldest uh, Cabernet Sauvignon uh, from 2000 uh, that plant in the forest. We harvest this block three or four nights. We have uh, sometimes a week between the upper part and the lower part, the north part and the southern part. So three or four times. Yeah, but, and it's only 22 dunams there. You keep those separate as you... Yeah, all the process. All the process, we continue with them separately. And then they blend. Then they blend. And then we... Yeah. So, Iran decided to work hard. Um, yeah, no, it costs money, but we not try to save money in the process. It's not the target. Okay? And all the... We try to speak the language of the Hebrew man. We have a song of Eud uh, Banai. Uh, yep. uh, I, I mean, Yatir, it's a name from the Bible, the lion symbol of Judea. We try to keep the name from the area, not to be intercontinental. It doesn't matter. This is the story. You like it? Okay, no? Okay. So we also, this is, 
we was the first commercial winery in Israel that bring the basket press for, in, in 2004. For me, it's very nice because we go back to the Mishnah time, to the old times, and when they use what called Korat Betabad in the Mishnah, that you take a big wood and put on it stones and press, and it's in the past, it was not uh, standstill, it was a, a rope that you make a basket. But how you can clean rope, okay? You see in the Galilee, you can see when they make oil, in the old way, they use, put the olives in, uh, but you can't clean it. So if the smell is important for you, don't, you can't uh, deal with that. Okay? And all those tanks is combi. The meaning, the upper side is for fermentation and the lower is for staying. For me, it's very interesting because the fermentation shows us that the vitality of the wine is in the clippers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> The meaning of, you know, as we say in the Kabbalah, that the life, uh, you need the vitality. The things that look like not so good, but sometimes uh, you need that. And for us, it's important for us that we will not be in a hurry to make all the circle of very slowly and just... So these are full now, the tops of Part of them. Yeah? yeah, not all of them. No, and not. yeah, it's work like that. The fermentation in the upper part. Yeah. After the fermentation, the free run go to the lower part. Yeah. You can see that the upper one is seven, seven thousand and five hundred liters, and the lower is four thousand and two hundred because the ratio between when it's Bubbles, or not bubbles, like uh, balls of grapes, it take you more place. And then, after that, you can see that we take with forklift the basket, put it here, and then we fill it, okay? TPN Temperanio. We planted it in 2002. Not all the years we succeed with this variety. Sometimes we be careful. We remember we will not touch the anything in the winery. No, no. Everybody know that in wineries nobody touch and uh, okay. Be careful. Come with me. Wait a minute. So they fermented. Yeah. The fermenter is here. And then they crush it? Yeah. Okay. Just if it's uh, uh, white or okay. rosé, then okay. you uh, first... Uh, crush it first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they run like a lot of time, also the rosé. People speak about fast contact. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. Especially in the rosé of Yatir that could mature some years and have more, uh, we're not, we not right, it's not, Darom is one way of uh, rosé, very nice, fruity, sharp, the atir is totally different guys. Most of the place, people think like that. In, in the past, I also, when I go to the market and I see our white wine, it's, if it was two years in the, on the shelves, I say, okay, replace it. Now, if you give us Viognier 2008 or Sauvignon 2009 to drink it now, wow. Wow. If for me, it's a surprise. It, but, not, not, but not if it was sitting on the shelf. No, the no, 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 no. I, <laughs> in your store. I, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Because I want to show you yes. something about the rosé that you asked me. Yes. I want to show you. Okay. Uh, no question. Okay. Everybody is, everybody's good. I want to go 
to the white one, okay? In the past, we have only one variety. In the past, we have one Sauvignon from the Arad Valley. After that, we have the Viognier in the mountain. And then we plant more, more variety. And now you can see that we Iran deal in the beginning part of the, uh, the wine in uh, used bar and part in standstill to combine them. And the third part was to, to bring more concrete tanks and to use and to make solely on the east that the wine will stay on the east. It gives you that the wine will be wider, longer, but not more heavy. It's not like, you know, they use too much oak in the white, then it's too heavy. But I'm not saying nothing about the Napa style. It's, Napa is Napa. They know. We have a joke. Etty told me about the visitor center that we built just now. In the Napa Valley, when I was there, I understand one thing. They, first, they build visitor center. If it succeeds, they will build winery. <laughs> this is the way. We are in the old world. We are from the desert. We first make wine, and then we think about... Okay? But here we have two Viognier, and one Viognier for Maon Vineyard. This is Carmel Vineyard. Here we have two Sauvignon Blanc. Iran have wine like that. I don't know. This is also concrete? For the yeah, yeah. The only the shape, because sometimes people say that here you can see that the air is smaller because, and the sediment is wider. Okay? Or... The shape we we try we try we try and try all, all the time, and until now we have all the reason to continue with the run to move with the you know if the ho horse ride good don't stop him. Are those countries as well? Yes. Yeah. North Italy, both of them. Because the variety is more difficult to, uh, to this is the sign that uh, it's easy. Yeah, that's uh, we call this uh, this street. We call it the Ostrich Straße because all the barn is from Austria. How many liters in one of these big barrels? Uh, Two thousand. I think. This is new. This is, you can see that it's just from the... <laughs> we never use it. Okay, it's... Okay, the process, the process for us, the process in the winery, that we begin with more regular bounds, that I mean regular bounds, 225 liters. And then... When we want to reduce the amount of oak, then we use it not for three years, for five years. And then we begin to move to fooders. The first fooders we bring in 2006. And we, step by step, we saw that it gives us something more. And we buy more uh, fooders and then to try the shape, to try the kind of the oak, and it's so a lot, a lot of details, and for, especially it's amazing because for Iran, the barn is the less important part in the time, in the, in the process. First is the vineyard, then all the other, but also when you buy barns, he invests a lot of every little, yeah. What he wants to get from the 
and then to fit the wine in this season to which particular, yeah. And all, all the time is... Artist. He works very hard. Today, we use up to 25-30% new oak in some variety, like Petit Verdot, Cabernet. All the other get less, and or fooders, and because the, when it's bigger, the ratio between the liquid and the surface is less. So you will get less oxygen and less flavor of oak. So, especially if you use barrel after 15 years, you can't say, you can't say that it's affect, the flavor of the oak affect the wine. What is fooder? Hmm? What is fooder? Fooder is big, big uh, vats or big uh, cask, you can call it. You can see here that we move for 500 liters and we have a lot of kind of bar. Schneckenleitner of uh, the, uh, Hungary wood, Taranzov from France, Bordeaux, Burgundy, and like that. It's all, it's, it's purposeful, deliberate. Hmm? It's deliberate which one you use for which? Iran decided. Which one, which? Okay. Yeah. And also in, in some batch, it is important for him to blend the barrels. Ah, okay, interesting. You can't say you, in, in your tear, okay, it's a Gimoro bar. I, I taste the Segimoro bar. It's very different, <laughs> difficult to, to find the... Uh... So what point do you decide on the blend for a particular wine? Not me. So, you, uh, so you're going to release, I don't know, Yassi Forest 2023. So you have all these barrels. You just select barrels and just okay, have proportions and all that kind of stuff. It, it does it all. It depends on the, the harvest. It's a great skill. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because wine that young, you can't imagine what it could be like when it's ready to drink five or six years later. But for us, it's, you know, that Iran is. As we say, Iran is like Banka Poalim. What, what we say in Israel, come to grow with us. Iran is the winemaker from the beginning. So, you know, the, the, the process better than any other. And it's, it's interesting that these barrels are on wheels. So yeah, because it's difficult to walk. It's too heavy to the walker. And if I want to wash them, when you want to clean it, like every some months, you want to take the sediment out, then you can take the wine and then rotate them to there, and then to wash them. And you not need to, the regular barrel is easy to, you know, no, it's the sediment. This is the filtering, is by, as we say in the Gemara, you can say that Akol Yafel Samim. When you make Samim, uh, you, you can see Bedouins that take coffee and just, is, you, you, it's sound, okay? And when, but wine need the quiet. Give the sediment. And we don't know why that we understand that if after the bowl, if you want to keep the red wine, Concrete is better than standstill. Maybe the polarity of the metal, the thickness of the wall. I don't know really why, but we know for the long term, concrete is better. After some wineries in Israel destroy all the old concrete tanks, they now they try to find the people that know to... Ah, we have some. Yeah, we have some also. Okay. Here we have more 
you know, this, is, this part is for new things that we try to work on it. This is a small tank, open roof for the fermentation. And to use it for a whole bunch uh, clusters. Yeah. And here, all those tanks is for fermentation in wood. They have cooling system inside. This is Rosé. This is Rosé. Yeah. Wow. Now it's can come. Can come to see the fermentation. It's the end of the fermentation because two, two days ago it was. But you can see the bubbles go. This is Zinfandel for the room. You see here? Yeah, you see those bubbles all coming up. Yeah. This goes into the Rome Rosé? Yes. This is for the Rome Rosé, okay? And as you say, after that, you can see that the, the wine is like with a, a milky cream, okay? After that, we have question of the Tzemach Tzedek in Moravia 400 years ago what to do with white wine that was look too creamy. Uh, and the Tzemach Tzedek is not a Chabad Tzemach Tzedek, okay? And he asked a question, the, the community asked him if you can add milk to the wine to clarify the wine. So what a question. Okay, you can use gelatin, you can use uh, blood, you can use anything, a lot of eggs, yeah, a, a lot of things, but they have knowledge to do it with milk. But the question was if we can eat it with the meat, because the milk go down, you not drink the milk. The question, the answer was no, you know that. But I mean, it's uh, the question keep us and use method that I never hear in the other, the usual, the regular book of making wine. You can see the difference of the color between those and those. This is acacia. Acacia. This is oak. Oak, yeah. Why is it colder in here than it was in the other? Because this is, here is the, the last year. It's not a new harvest. In the new harvest, you want that the second fermentation, malolactic, you need, you need to, it will be warmer. But after that, 15, cool. 15, yeah, 15 like it's, that. It's and here you can see that the cock, I don't know how to say that. Stopper. Yeah. Stopper is ready to fermentation, all that, that it's not those, this is, this is for, to release the, also if you have gas into, so it will not, you see it's, so, like a whale, yeah, so the gas can get out, but nothing can get back in, it seals back down, but it, if, it, if, if it's covered too much, too much, we, we, in the past we have sometimes that barb, Wow, it, it's the power of the gas is... Uh, so, we really invest, invest all the time to buy equipment, the best equipment that we can buy from, to make wine. Not, uh, and we not try to save in the process. And the, the equipment, the, uh, the, the purchasing and the uh, selection, is it a different process from Carmel? Sure. Or do you use their team to... Uh, Iran, first, first Iran say what I want. Then use for the bureaucracy of, in Carmel. But I, I think the most thing that Carmel never, just never involved in the process of making wine in Yatim. They understand the meaning of independent. I not mean about uh, the ship, a ship, all the all the bureaucracy behind. Okay, doesn't matter. 
We have our vineyard, our method around work totally different from Carmel and the winemaker of Carmel. You have the... Interesting. The yeah. Is the harvesting by hand or is there a machine? Part. Part by hand and part machine. It depends which wine. And for us, the most important that the wine will come just in time. You know, we have solar on the roof. What for me the most important part that we use less energy because the shade. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the shade of the panels. What? Yeah, we just built it. I, I was involved and now in the mountain we hope to build this year a farm of turbine, a wind turbine. Really? Yeah, in the mountain, not yeah. here. So, for me, I want to tell you one thing. Yes. You see the citadel here? Yeah. Eti told you about the citadel? Mm -hmm. So, that's this is the way that, that's Tel Arad. Tel Arad. This, okay. In this way, the Meraglim went to Hebron. Okay? So I say every time that you say something good about something that produced in good, that produced in Israel, the meaning, that you fix something from Cheta Meraglim. And the commander of this citadel, El Yashiv son of Oshia, before 2,800 years ago, sent wine to the soldiers in the desert, and we find it on clay. So Israel is new land of uh, new world of wine or old wine? Right, right. exactly. Who's the... Huh? here. <laughs> For us, it was, you know, this is a story of the beginning of the winery. Okay. I was a grower. Is that you? No, this is Iran. I mean, the, this bottle, you can see that it's not yet here. In 1994, we have problem in table grapes. It was organic. You know, when you have an organic grape, uh, you need two growers. One that speak with the inspector and the second that spray night. You know? <laughs> but I, I was alone. So, and always we use bags, uh, enemy, uh, natural enemies from Sdeliao, Kibbutz Sdeliao. In this year, they didn't work good. I bring sometimes it's done work. And it looked very bad, but it was table grape. And then I decided what to do with the, all the yield after you lose the yield. You can't sell it. I decided to make organic grape juice. Like in Sdeliao, they in the past they make a lot of organic grape juice. And when I came back to my friend in the Moshav, it's Moshav Shitufit, I, I don't know why I said, we will build a winery. They laughed at me and... <laughs> then you had a winery. Yeah. Wow. So, That's a great history. <laughs> Your grape juice has definitely improved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please tune in again for part two of our incredible, truly crazy wine tasting that took place at Yatir Winery.